This is the Transcend in Life podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Transcend in Life. You are here on a Tuesday tune-up with myself, J.M. Ryerson, and my lovely bride and (laughs) co-host, Lisa Ryerson. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing amazing. Are you? Yeah. That's awesome. So what we are going to be talking about is triggers. So you say you're doing amazing this morning. Let's talk. Did you have any positive or negative triggers this morning? Because this is an idea that you've struggled with, this concept that I talk about. Yes, I have. So, you know, I've always been like, gosh, I don't need a trigger to get myself up in the mornings. I don't need a trigger to go to work. You know, I felt like I was just, I am super self-motivated in that aspect. Um, But I didn't realize that these other you know, there's negative triggers too, right? Negative triggers, triggers, positive triggers. And so this morning I had a great positive trigger. It was kind of one of those things I was, uh, you know, I kind of got up slow a little bit, maybe didn't sleep very well last night and dropped off Trey at school. Um, he's always so happy. So he's always a positive trigger. I feel in my eyes. And then I go, you know what? I'm going to go get myself a little treat at Starbucks. And so that's what I did. Got my tea. That's my positive trigger. Makes me feel really good. Okay, see? <laughs> and so you had at previously when I said like music for me is a huge trigger in a good way. Like if I am in a funk, if I throw on music, especially certain songs, it'll make me feel emotions and good, bad, or indifferent. So I always choose the positive ones, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to be bummed out. Again, that's why I don't listen to country music. That shit is just wears me down. So I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. People don't understand that, but that's a trigger for me. I don't care for that music. But um, let's give some examples of some possibly negative triggers. Apparently, we were going to have some relations this morning, but I gave you a trigger as well, huh? (laughs) We're really going to talk about that. (laughs) I guess she she woke up pretty early this morning and she was going to give me a little loving, but I had a little flatulence. So apparently that was a trigger to no longer want to have relations. That would be a negative trigger. So when people fart, that's a negative trigger. And everybody, <laughs> for, look. For some reason, everybody thinks it's funny in my household. Both of my kids and you think it's hilarious. No. Now, in all fairness, I didn't know this was happening, so I didn't have control over that. However, that would be an example of a trigger. Let's talk about some other ones that are real for you. Um, So negative triggers are a real thing. And what I think has started to make sense for you is like when this thing happens, and I don't know, do you have an example of like some negative ones that may like hit you? And then we can talk about how to overcome those. Yeah. So I would have to say um, people who talk really, really fast. And I feel like I'm a pretty fast talker, but you know how there's people and I can't even think of anybody off, you know, in my circle of friends, but there's, you know, you'll meet people at conventions or whatnot and they're just super fast and it just, it just gives me anxiety. It's a, it's a total negative trigger and they're not bad people. They just, you know, like just a million miles a minute and I'm a pretty fast human. So for me to feel that, that would be a negative trigger for me. And what I have to do in order to offset that 
is slowly remove myself and literally go into a corner or I've hid in bathrooms before and start deep breathing because I feel like I'm out of breath. Okay. So this would be an example of another trigger for you is taking some breaths to say, look, I feel this anxiety coming on. I literally like, cause what happens when anxiety comes along, your heart rate spikes. So now everything's going faster and what you're actually doing, I don't know if you realize this, but you're actually trying to just slow that down to offset the anxiety. Yep. That is correct. See, that's a trigger. <laughs> yep. It is interesting though, the whole I think it's the association of the word where you're like, you resisted this idea. And I, to me, it's, it's everywhere. If, if you were to really journal on a daily basis about what pissed you off, what made you really happy, you actually have a lot of triggers, believe it or not. You just didn't feel like, well, that's not, that's just, that pissed me off. No, that's a trigger. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And now that you're saying that, I, yes, I have a lot of triggers. What else? (laughs) Let's talk about them because I think this is real stuff for people to be like, you know what that does to me too. But more importantly, how do you offset those? So what's really funny is, is I just said that people who talk really super fast, give me, you know, like a negative trigger, but then also very slow humans give me a negative trigger as well. So I don't know, maybe I'm just super weird, but like, so if I'm in a rush somewhere, right. And I'm, I don't know, going, um, let's say even to Starbucks or anything where I'm doing a transaction and that person may be new or just not very competent in their job. Oh, I start feeling my blood boil. Like, oh my goodness. Like I'm in a rush. I need you to hurry up. Like, why don't you know how to do this? And But what I've been working on um, over the last few years is actually having empathy and compassion, right? And so that helps me go, you know what? Maybe they're just having a bad day. Maybe, um, you know, they're brand new and just trying to have a reason for why they're moving slowly, right? And that allows me to go to have compassion and empathy for them where I'm like, okay, it's okay. Like give them their time. Maybe the world's telling you, hey, slow down, smell the roses a little bit. (laughs) Always. That always happens. Yes. That is a real tell. The universe telling me to do that for sure. Well, so for me, road rage is a real thing. And not like I've ever actually run anybody off the road or pulled anybody out of a window of a car. Although I visually, I think about that. (laughs) That sounds terrible. But no, so this is a real trigger for me that I have realized, like, I got to work on this. And, And what you just said, the whole empathy thing... One of the things is when somebody cuts you off on the freeway, okay? And you're like, dude, why, you know, blah, 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 blah. And in your head, you're like, they're the biggest jerk. They're just inconsiderate. Maybe they're rushing to the hospital. Maybe yeah. they're literally having a seizure while driving. I mean, that that's what I'm trying to get myself to do because the wasted energy on somebody, you're not going to control their driving. Right. And anything you do in terms of bumping the car or literally cussing them out or even the negative energy in the car serves zero purpose other than to detract. So it is a real trigger for me. And to your point, you have to find ways to overcome it. Uh, What's some other ones that you have? Because I know like 
I love your mom to death, but she can do that to you as well, right? Yes. She can definitely <laughs> trigger emotions quickly. She's the fastest to trigger. And, and, I, and I think a lot of, um, you know, I've talked to a lot of my friends and I think moms do that, right? And I'm sure I do that to my kids too. I trigger my kids all oh, the time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just as much as TJ drives you crazy with his voice, you drive him crazy yes. by being on him about that, yes. right? Yeah. So it's, you know, and it's really finding, I've had to figure out maybe space, like I just need space, right? Sometimes I've noticed that, you know, and I love my mom to death, don't get me wrong. Um, But, you know, if I see her, I guess more than three times a week, oh, triggers are coming really fast. But if it's once or twice a week, it's totally great, right? Like, I'm like, oh, I get to see my mom. It's great. We get to hang out, whatever. But if it's more than that, that's what I know. So I just have to know how to space out my time with her. So I, I this is what I want to get to now that you agree to the idea of triggers. Setting boundaries is really, really important, specific to whether it be your home or knowing that these certain things just trigger you. And regardless, because here's the thing, emotions happen like that in your limbic system. It doesn't matter. You can't control or stop the emotion. What you can control is how you respond to that. And so the setting up of boundaries is so important, you guys. So specific, you said your mom. So seeing her twice a week versus three times or uh, there's a X amount of time because it's a control thing, right? Your mom likes to control things. So do you. And so this battle kind of happens and I watch this, but when you set up boundaries and as important, prepare yourself. I want you to talk about that because this has been a learned behavior for you. And I think so many people could benefit from it. Yeah. And it's something that actually, now that you reminded me, I need to really focus on that more because when I do prepare myself, it's amazing, right? And I did that. I remember specifically remembered going, okay, we, I think this was probably like five years ago. We went up to maybe even longer than that. We went up to Oregon for a family trip. So it was going to be a road trip with the four of us and then my parents. And I just knew going into it, I was nervous. So I go, gosh, that's like an eight day road trip, <laughs> you know, with our entire family and we're going to be in the same hotel and we're going to have all the meals together and do all these things together. And literally the week prior, every single day, I planned it, right? I prepared myself going, okay, what are you going to do if this comes up? What are you going to do if this challenge comes up? How are you going to have space? How are you going to set those boundaries for the next week while you're on vacation? And because I did all that prep work, that was one of the best vacations I feel that we've all had together because I knew that, you know, how I was going to protect my children, you know, if my mom was a little overbearing, you know, things like that. And so just preparing um, really helped out in that scenario. Yeah. And the preparation thing is, like you said, to say, okay, if this happens, I'm going to remove myself or I'm going to breathe. And that sounds like such a remedial, easy, like, oh, of course. It doesn't happen that way because, again, when your blood pressure spikes, when emotions start going, that's like that snowball rolling down the hill. That's tough to stop. So we're coming into holidays here very shortly. <laughs> and actually, when this drops, it'll probably be the holidays. One of the things that people can do is you and I help each other with in this regard where it's like, 
hey, I see you're about ready to blow up. Let me go ahead and move you over here because I do know your triggers. And that's what's really interesting. I probably know your triggers and vice versa better than we know ourselves, right? Because admitting that something has control over you like that, that someone can have, because no one has the power to do that, right? We both agree no one Mm -hmm. has the power to make you feel any certain way, but there's a real thing, (laughs) right? But they do sometimes, or you allow them to. Yeah, you allow them to because we're human and we're not robots where you just shut down that side of your brain and be like, no, that's not going to bother me. Right. No, people piss you off or they make you really happy. And so, for instance, if you know coming into the holidays that you're going to be faced with because close family members, this happens a lot with because they know how to push your buttons better than anybody else. Because they watch you growing up, you are part of that, your parents do it, your your brothers and sisters do it. And so one of the things you can do is prepare, get ready for it, and talk to your loved one about it. Because we have open conversations about, hey, I know this is coming, I need you to support me this way. Right, and we've already planned, right, for the holidays, because my parents, so we're moving to Florida, and my parents are going to come visit for, I believe it's like 10 days on the calendar. <laughs> 10 days, which I'm very excited about, right? So they're going to bring the dog. 12 days. Oh, is it? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So 12 days they're going to be with us. And it's going to be great. And I'm going to start planning and preparing now for that. But um, once again, my dad is a complete saint. Like, he, you wouldn't even know he's there. So he's like super easy. Um, My mom, on the other hand, I think just because of our personalities are so similar, is a bit more challenging. And so Jay and I, actually, we've already planned this, right? Like we've already talked about it. We're like, okay, well, we're going to have to go somewhere. Like maybe for New Year's, you know, my best friend's coming to town as well. I go, so Anjali will be there and we're going to go away for like four days, just adults. And we'll leave the kids with my folks. That's going to be great. So now we're down to like eight days with, you know, with my mom. And so just finding those nice balanced boundaries, I think is very important. Yeah. Boundaries. We could do a whole, whole nother segment on Mm -hmm. because it's so important, but you're breaking that up where it's not just, you know, constant. And so you're now you, you go away for a couple of days, you come back totally refreshed, ready to tackle, you know, these emotions (laughs) that are coming your way. So I guess what I would suggest to everybody, and again, I, people probably get tired of hearing about journaling, but if you want to recognize your triggers, just write it down. When you get triggered emotionally, good, bad, or indifferent, because it all happens and it happens so quickly, write that down so you can recognize it for the future and start to plan. Uh, I'd love to hear about people's triggers, both positive and negative, I guess. So can you tell them where to send it to? Yes. Send your triggers. Uh, We'd love to hear them to info at letsgowin.com. Or you can please visit all of our um, social media platforms. So LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at Let's Go Win 365. Yeah, we love hearing from you guys. It's, I mean, it's just cool to hear different people's perspective on what our triggers, what how they deal with it. And it really opens everybody's eyes to how to control these better. All right, you guys, until next week, continue transcending life. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. 
Be sure to head over to transcendentlifepodcast.com for information on my coaching courses and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Transcend in Life Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson, taking you from fear to freedom.